Thanks for downloading this IMSA Radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA Radio wherever they get their podcasts. The Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup North America on IMSA Radio. Time to welcome back to the historic circuit here at Sebring International Raceway. The Deluxe Porsche Carrera Cup North America runners, 41 cars that we had out in the first session. Hello everybody, good to have your company. I'm John Hindhoff. Uh, and it's an absolute joy to be here talking about these cars. We have uh, another practice session about to come out on the circuit. I heard the unmistakable rumble of the four-litre flat sixes underneath as they went through to take their positions in the pits. They are paddocked. If that is a word, is that a word? It is now. I've used it. Uh, in the far side of the, and uh, right at the top end of the the paddock area. So they've driven down uh, to the pits and cycled in through the pit lane. We're just waiting for the green flag to come out in about a minute's time to get the cars back underway after their first session. Thank you for being with us here at Trackside. Good to have your company with the third season of this Porsche Carrera Cup North America getting underway here as tradition dictates at Sebring. Deluxe, the brand new series naming rights sponsor, having been involved with the series uh, sponsoring cars in the past and uh, in other parts of the series. And now it's taken on the whole series itself as part of a bigger relationship with Porsche Cars and Porsche Motorsports North America. And a 16-round series for this year, over eight fantastic venue starting here at Sebring still very much tied to IMSA who are the sanctioning body and we'll see them at a number of uh, IMSA events across the year, next up they'll be at IndyCar and IMSA weekend on the streets of Long Beach Xfinity race, they'll be supporting uh, the Xfinity race at Road America this year, we had the Mazdas do that last year, that was very successful uh, and in some ways, I think the highlights uh, for many of the competitors talking to them last night at the welcome party to the series in the Porsche house, as the green flag goes out, very excited about supporting FIA Formula One in the 2023 World Championship at Miami and for their final round of the Porsche Carrera Cup season at the Circuit of the Americas, Austin, Texas, Cota. Flat sixes out on the circuit for this session. Let's see if uh, Kelly Moss do the sit. Now, this is interesting. Kelly Moss were very much uh, saving their cars 
in the first session and sent their drivers out late but Sean Varwick has gone out immediately in his number two Tom Balamas has also gone out in his number 19 so maybe a little difference and Riley Dickinson who only did eight laps in the first session and knocked out the top time which was very impressive indeed he's also gone out so a little bit of a different uh, strategy here in this 40-40 minute session and it is Sean Varwig who leads them onto the back straight in behind him the number 37 of Sabra Cook Kelly Moss Racing's scholarship female scholarship driver won the shootout cars heading down to turn number 7 that would be the number 8 of Michael McCann McCann Racing following him the black number 27 Christian Cole one of the Pro-Am McCann Racing cars so they've gone out together still one or two spots of rain on the camera down at uh, turn number 7 So opening salvos for these cars. Wait to see some competitive times come in. Still overcast here. Air temperature at the moment is 61 Fahrenheit, 66 on the track. That's 19 Celsius on the track and 16 in the air. Depending on where you're listening. temperatures stay the same obviously but depending on which version of the temperatures you're listening it may be very different the temperature where you're listening to be quite honest particularly if you're in Europe at the moment that's had a particular cold stab of Arctic air big gaggle of Porsches down at turn number seven but everyone got through being led out there by the number 29 of Jeffrey Myshack in the Goldcrest Motorsports machine next into turn seven the number 57 that's John Getz who was best of the arm drivers in the first session this morning this morning's session it should be noted was exactly at the time of the first race tomorrow Mark Warm Mark Varmy MDK Motorsports, best of the AM drivers with a 207. These times are going to come down, so I'm not really concentrating too much at the moment on what we're seeing as far 
as the timing goes into turn seven. Sean Varwick, who hasn't got a number square on the left-hand side of his car. It's on the B pillar. So I don't know whether they've had to put a new door on that car, possibly. Wait until we get down to the two or threes and two or twos. It was a two or two by Riley Dickinson that gave him top spot in the first session. Apart from Joe Still is out. As uh, Thomas Merrill's just gone out in the 47. So just the number 8-0 car not having come out of the pits yet. That's the Goldcrest Motorsports Joe Still. Nola Sports Tom Merrill, as I said, just gone out of the pits in the 47. Oh, two or three, six now. For Michael McCarthy, 2 or 2 7 from Kelly Moss's Riley Dickinson, underlining the pace he had in the first free practice session. Again, finds himself the better part of a second ahead of the rest of the field. Now, that was on his third lap, so really only his second flying lap. Absolutely outstanding by the number 53 car. That's the green and white car with the handprints on. Racing for Children's. Michael McCarthy in second for Kelly Moss. No, he isn't. Alan, Alex Sedgwick from Warwickshire just dropped in to second for JDX. Then it's Grant Torpy for ACI. Then two more Kelly Moss cars. Michael McCarthy, Sean Varwick. But this is changing all the time as Jason Hart goes up into third place. Great lap by Jason. Two or three, but still only... Well, two drivers now. Sedgwick's gone underneath the two or three. Two or two, seven, and two or two, nine for respectively Riley Dickinson and Alex Sedgwick. Marco Cironi is the best of the pro-ams in 13th with a two or five, eight. And the best of the arms once again, John Gertz. The right motorsport machine, number 57, John Getz, 2060. That's really impressive from John. He'll be very happy with that. He's got himself sorted here. Matt Holcomb goes to the top of Pro Am for Goldcrest with a 2048. And Bob Muller for Goldcrest well they've clearly got that set up sorted out in the arm class now he's the best at 2.053 Kelly Moss JDX Sean Varwig back up to third with a 2.030 ahead of Jason Hart Michael McCarthy Grant Torkey Tom Sargent for new to the championship McElroy Racing he's in seventh in the 17 then TJ Fisher for 7.62 Motorsports then top racing's Ryan Yardley and McElroy Racing's second car 
for Thomas Nebvert in 10th position. That's the number 24. A couple of big groups of cars, but mostly people are spread out here. There's a huge gaggle of cars that's headed by the number 27 machine, just coming up to tower turn now. And that's Christian Call of McCann Racing. And he's got some fast drivers behind him, including Matt Holcomb in the 53. Also the number 55 is in there. Fifty-three is Riley Dickinson, excuse me. Fifty-five is Matt Holcomb. Fifty-three, Matt Holcomb, going very nicely. Sorry, got them the wrong way around. Fifty-five is Matt Holcomb. Fifty-three is Riley Dickinson. So it was Matt Holcomb behind. Riley Dickinson's in the next little group back. Bit of space on the back straight now. John gets back to the top of Am in the number fifty-seven. Two or five one eight eight. Another improvement last time around for Sean Varwick. Kelly Moss Racing keeps him in third position. Top four now, separated by three tenths of a second, and the top ten by a second. Well, that was until Riley Dickinson's just pulled the pin, and he's gone down to a two or two two, increases his gap to second to three quarters of a second. So can Alex Sedgwick? Respond. That was on lap five for Kelly Moss's Riley Dickinson. Got to be considered a championship contender this year, Riley. That's an extraordinary lap, and he's going quicker again this time around. If we can, Ryan uh, Allen said. Uh, Alex Sedgwick coming round turn 17 now has Vinnie Martin for JDX Racing Will Martin for JDX Racing right ahead of him here they come across the line now and Sedgwick has pitted with half an hour left just under I just wonder how many laps the guys will do at the sharp end of the field here Jason Hart up into second place for MDK in the number 20. A 2 or 2 7 for him, but that's still half a second away from Riley Dickinson. Well, Kelly Moss and Riley working very well together. Kelly Moss racing. What success that team has had down through the years. Another big group of cars coming down to turn 17 headed by Matt Holcomb in the 55 he still leads the Pro-Am here he comes across the line now see who he's got behind him that's the mystery machine coloured car behind him is a very famous number in motor racing the Villeneuve number 27 Dario Franchitti used uh, that number for a long time as well in this championship the 27 is assigned to Christian Cole 
full season of 40 cars minimum. Some At some races, there will be a couple more. I think we've got 41 here, haven't we? Yes, we have. Just depends how many can be taken, but you have to build your full season field, don't you, on the smallest pit lane and paddock that you've got to give everybody a fair go. There were teams that have to be turned away. Never a nice thing to do to anybody in terms of full season entries, but we might see them as wild cards at various times. But what an endorsement of the Deluxe Porsche Carrera Cup North America. In just this is just its third season of operation. We've got more cars across the field, we've got more pro drivers than ever. Over 20 pro drivers. 22 actually just added them up 22 pros 8 pro arms and 11 arms does that add up to 41? yes it does actually just done that arithmetic in my head now as Shay was saying earlier on the cars were all identical Porsche 992 Carrera Cup cars the drivers are graded on age Don't forget, for all the drivers in the uh, under, I think, 24 in the pro class, they're automatically entered into the Porsche Young Driver Development, Porsche Motorsport North America Young Driver Development, which will help them with fitness, major training, etc., and also there is the huge carrot a ridiculously comedy sized carrot as the prize at the end of the season for a driver from this championship to represent the Deluxe Porsche Carrera Cup North America Championship in the Porsche Young Driver Shootout at the end of the year and the prize for that is a Porsche Young Driver Works Driver Contract and my goodness the talent we've seen come from that down through the years this is a global formula as we mentioned earlier which does mean Porsche gets to see the pick of young GT drivers in the early part of their careers and sort of corral them away like a a benign sheepdog just shedding the the odd tup or you to one side and keeping them for themselves. And when you think of the drivers that have come through this down through the years that we'll see this weekend, well, Nick Tandy, for one. Earl Bamba has come through Carrera Cup. Both of those have won big races and championships. And there are about a million others that I could mention as well, going back down through the years. Uh, improvement there for Thomas Merrill 
who's gone up the third in that Nola Sport number 47, 2026. Riley Dickinson has been into the pits and just gone back out again in the leading car, the 53, green and white car. 43, he's just been assessed a drive through for Mark Kavame for MDK. Pick exits violation. Suspect he's straddled the line on the way out into turn one. Another improvement in the top 10 there for McElroy Racing's number 24 driver, Thomas Netvert. And just outside the top 10, TJ Fisher in the number 58, 762 motorsports cars, done a 2 or 3 4. Jeff Morsing improves to fourth in Pro Am. 2 or 5 1. That category still led by Matt Holcomb for Goldcrest, the Ams, John Getz, Wright Motorsport, and Kelly Moss. Back out on the track with Riley Dickinson in the top spot. So three of the well-known teams. Goldcrest probably the newest entrance into that. Matt Holcomb's done a great job with his and with him and the team. Just on 21 minutes. Still to go in a slightly overcast early afternoon here at Sebring International Raceway. It's the 71st running of the Mobile One 12 hours of Sebring this weekend. And with the 1,000 miles of Sebring, on Friday, Friday and Saturday are pretty much taken up with the two main races that means there's a lot of racing tomorrow so if you're on your way here listening around the world or around the state of Florida en route then be prepared to be trackside for a long time tomorrow because it is going to be very very busy indeed Jimmy Lieber goes into the top 10 in the MDK Motorsports number 74, 2031, 2034 for TJ Fisher. He scrapes into the top 10. Remember, he's 11th a moment or two ago. So that's another improvement for TJ. In fact, he's done the fastest first sector of anybody. That's from the start line to just on the exit of turn one. So he's nailing turn one. One or two improvements coming in in the AM classes as well. Get to that in a moment because Mark Kvame has improved the AM time to 203.699. That'll take him inside the top 15 overall. Chris Palomo for MDK. Mark Kvame's team is up to the top of Pro AM with a 2047. Also improvements for Jeffrey Myshack for Gold Crest Motorsports. He's up to fourth in Am. James McCann to fifth. 2058, 2064. Christian Cole, his best time at 2078. That'll give him eighth in the Pro Am category. It's a heck of a time from 
Mark Varmi. He's one place ahead of Dan Clark, former IndyCar star in the Nola Sport Rice Nichols car, number 64. He's in the pits at the moment, so in fact, as I say that, Dan pulls out onto the circuit for another run with 18 and a half minutes remaining. Good lap as well by Jimmy Libra. Will Martins, 11.6 in that first sector. Very impressive. It's two tenths quicker than Thomas Merrill, who's third in the overall standings. Scott Noble improves to second in Am with a 205.037. So that's three tenths away from Chris Palomo's time, who leads that category. Riley Dickinson back in the pits. So could not improve. Now, what's he going to do? Sit for the next 17 minutes? Jason Hart is the closest to him, and that's three and a half tenths back. 213. Uh, 2022, sorry. 202.2 to a 202.5. Dickinson to Hart. Then Thomas Murrell. 2026, 2029 for Alex Sedgwick. Tom Sargent for McElroy, 2-0-3-4, first of the drivers in the 2-0-3. So what we've got, four drivers in the 2-0-2s, just Alex Sedgwick with the 2 2 a good Porsche number, isn't it? Last of the air-cooled cars. Long since departed, the Luftgekult air-cooled cars, but still... Much adored by their owners and revered. It's always the argument, isn't it? Is it the 3.6 air cooled, 3.8 water cooled from the 991 or the 4 litre normally aspirated from the 991.2 GT3 or GT3 Touring? What's your best engine? These are the 4 litres. Putting out just over 500 horsepower, which is well within the capability of this normally aspirated machine. Not too different from the, uh, the street cars that use this engine. If you've ever had the pleasure of driving one of the GT3 cars, either the Touring or the Bewinged GT3, it's an extraordinary engine, this 4-litre normally aspirated car. Yeah, absolutely extraordinary the way the engine pull comes to life at seven and a half or seven two about and revs all the way to nine and a half on the streetcar. That's the basis of the engine for this car. Has been for a wee while now, even before the change to the nine nine two body style. And very, very purposeful looking car from Porsche as the cup cars have tended to be down through the years all the 992s are effectively what you'd call wide body cars on the street cars as well 
the cup car utilises the air intakes on the rear fenders just ahead of the rear wheels that you would see on the 992 turbo obviously to help get a, a little more cooling into the race car because it's been used under extreme load shares the double wishbone front suspension with the road going street GT3 wider track on these cars as well since they were introduced a couple of seasons ago and the North American Carrera Cup was the one of the five series chosen to debut this shape of the car Will Martin's just improved to fourth place with a 2027. That's fourth place in pro and overall. And Marco Cironi goes to the head of Pro Arm in his number 82 ACI Motorsports with a 2040. And the fastest of anybody in the long middle section. That's impressive. Fastest of anybody in his class. I should say. Riley Dickinson back out again. 202-226 is still the time to beat. Will Martin in second for JDX has shaved that gap now to just on three tenths of a second. Jason Hart's time from earlier. 0.343 of a second back off Riley. 0.413 away from Riley Thomas Merrill in the 47 Nola Sport and then three tenths further back Alex Sedgwick in the number 98 JDX car with Tom Sargent just going out the pits now making up the top six and here's McElroy Racing Porsche 992 Carrera Cup car Mark Varmi still sitting in 15th position as the best of the arms with a 203-699. The best pro-arm car is a 204-0. Travis Wiley's just improved to a 203-9. That gives him 18th position, 17th in class. Also improving, Alan Metney had a quiet week so far today. Quiet day so far, I should say. Sitting in 5th in pro-arm. 204999. John Getz, second in arm, just coming into the pits after his 204947 last time around. 11 and a half minutes to go. half the field and more now in the pit lane this is the front stretch pit lane being used by all of the IMSA categories it's only the World Endurance Championship who are pitted out on the Ullman straight, that's been the case for a few years now pit entry between 15 and 16, was moved in a little bit further back down the track last weekend but that experiment has uh, been abandoned very bumpy pit entry here let's talk to Johnny Morlam 
earlier uh, last week on the Midweek Motorsport Show, actually, on Wednesday. And he was recalling the 2007 photo finish in GT2, as it was in those days. And just seeing, he was just seeing how bumpy this pit entry is, even at 80%, it's easy to drop the car. Think we've got some rain. Yes, we have got some rain, and that's why everybody's coming in. More than a few spits and spots now. So that, with 10 minutes to go, effectively will end the battle at the front of the, t the, the field on times. I just wonder if anybody will go out on wet weather tyres just to get a feel in case we have a splash tomorrow. And we are left with Tom Sargent still out there for McElroy Racing, but he's just come into the pits, as has Varonchowski for Wright. Sebra Cook for Kelly Moss in the number 37 has just pitted. Not necessarily a famous racing number for Porsche there, but a very famous racing number for Mini. Monte Carlo winning. 37. Monte Carlo Rallo winning for the original Mini. Mini Cooper. So, red flag. Uh, red flag. Red across the board means everybody's in the pit lane. We're still under green flag, but nobody other than, I think, the number 85 car of Jake Pedersen out on the track at the moment. He's coming through the Jean de Bian Benz. Right now, and presumably heading to the pit lane this time around. So are we going to see some nifty pit work and anybody go out in a set on of Mitchell and Wets? The answer at the moment is no. So it's going to be a long eight and a half minutes to the chequered flag. Oh, I hear an engine fire. Very slow return to the pit lane by Pedersen. Right, somebody's rolling. So that's a set. Right, we have got some brave souls going out on wet weather tyres, I think, to try it out. Thomas Nevert and for McElroy and his teammate Tom Sargent. Now, they're either going out onto the track or they're heading straight back into the pit lane. And I'm not sure which one it is at the moment. As Pedersen comes through into the pits. Does he? Yes, he does. So he's into the pit lane. Just seven and a half minutes to go. I hear cars moving down the pit lane, but no one's popping out at turn one onto the track. So I'm going to suggest that McElroy have called it a day. And we'll be heading back to the paddock area, which is on the inside of turns 14, 15 and 16. Yes, I can see a number of cars doing that now. So not wanting to slap on a set of Michelin wet weather tyres. So I think that's going to be it as far as this session is concerned with seven minutes to go. And no takers as yet.
for wet weather tyres. The rain is light, but wet enough to... Uh, it's uh, enough to wet the surf- surface of the track and make it slippery and greasy. There was a, sh- a light shower this morning just before we got underway with Deluxe Porsche Carrera Cup North America. Um, but that dried up pretty quickly. It is warm enough, and the track temperature is warm enough at 61 Fahrenheit, which is 15 Celsius. That track is warm enough that when we get cars on it, I think that will dry up pretty quickly, provided the rain doesn't get any heavier. And I'm not seeing any major cells of rain on the radar. Some over towards the west coast. We're moving towards us, but that's a very long way away. Right, number 98 is rolling. That's, uh, In fact, that's Alex Sedgwick. He's shown us out on the circuit at the moment. So, Alex in sixth position. Yep, he's going out on track in the JDX racing car, the plaintive single engine. So, the man from Southam. Uh, in the Midlands of the United Kingdom and of England. For JDX, Alex has decided to give it a go in the last five minutes. He's down at turn seven now. And negotiates that pretty well in that red, white and black. Oh, back in, slipping around. Comes through seven and eight. Pretty dry on the far side of the circuit. That JDX machine resplendent in the PT Autosport colours for the number 98. And they're running another team that's running a driver development programme. There's the number 85 running down the pit lane as well. And that's Jake Pedersen. Now is Jake going back to the paddock or is he heading out? See if he turns hard right at the end of the pit lane. Alex still pushing on towards the far side of the circuit in the Ullman Strait, where I think the rain has stopped. In fact, I think the rain stopped here as well, on the front straight. So, yeah, out Pedersen's out on the track as well, with just on four minutes to go. They've got the track to themselves. This is like a private test. Let's see if Alex steers out. It, he may feel it's actually not wet enough for the slick tyres. So let's see if he dives back into the pit lane. Should be coming across the line any second now if he doesn't come into the pit lane. Here he comes. I can hear him at speed. Well, he's got his wipers going, so there's a little more rain than perhaps I can see on our windows in the IMSA Radio Global Broadcast booth. He goes down into turn one. And we'll see what a wet lap looks like then in terms of time. His best dry lap, this is Alex Sagewick we're talking about, is a 202.993. Also out on the track, the other engine you can hear at the moment is the 85. That's the Pedersen car. And Jake Pedersen is on an out lap, so his time in that Reardon Racing number 22 will not be a quick time this time around but I'm, I'm inter- I am interested to see what a good wet time is 
Alex loves the wet. And I was talking to him last night at the welcome in the Porsche house. And he was saying, he had a, a one-off appearance. Well, a three-off appearance, actually, because there was three races. But you know what I mean. Single event appearance in the Porsche Challenge series at the Porsche Together Sportier Sports Car Together Festival at Indianapolis last year. And he was still getting used to ABS. But he said to me, oh, but when it rained, it was brilliant. So maybe just getting the feel of this ABS from a driver who's made his way up through Ginetta Juniors. No ABS available there. And so still getting to grips, literally, as well as metaphorically, with that system. It is adjustable. And... With two minutes to go, he'll get one more lap if he wants it. Now, what's happened to Jake Pedersen? Well, first of all, he's going to have to do a drive-through at the end of this lap. I think he's been off, actually, because uh, Alex has gone by him. But Jake, plus nine kilometres an hour, will be getting a drive-through at the end of this lap. So here comes Alex. 202.993, his best time. Let's see what an absolutely clear wet weather lap is, or damp weather lap is. There he goes. And that time was a 2.19. 17 seconds, the difference. And you wouldn't think it was that much wetter, would you? See what uh, Jake does as he pitted. He has pitted for his drive-through. So this will be the last lap of this session. Well, I'm pleased we didn't wrap it up early because we get to see Alex Sedgwick do a couple of laps. Alex just coming down to turn seven. Let's see if he nails his braking there. Yes, he does. Still gets a little bit of a wiggle on coming out of turn seven through. Flat out eight and nine. They're just kinks, really. And on down towards turn number ten. There'll be a big party on the infield there this weekend, as tradition dictates. Oh, Pedersen's gone back out again. He'll get the checkered flag next time around, so he's not going to get a flying lap. But what he will do is get the opportunity to find out what the car feels like in these damp conditions. Dry settings, and I'm pretty certain wet tyres for Alex Sedgwick. Checkered flag is waving so that everyone in the pit lane can see it. Alex is just coming through to the Jean de Bian Benz. Trace is a pretty good line through there. Not many places where you can go offline here to try and find a little bit more grip. That's a traditional entry to turn 16 for Alex. Now he's on the back straight. Let's see if he completes this lap or heads for the pit lane. I mean, there's 10 seconds being lost in the middle sector, which is from the exit of turn number one to the exit of turn 15. That is the longest sector. Oh, it sounds to me like he's still on it around the final corner. If I look to my left and lean forward, let's see what he did. He did it 19.2, 2 minutes 19.2 last time around. And he's pitted. What a shame. 
So only the number 85 of Jake Pedersen left on the track. He will not improve. And so it will be Riley Dickinson who is top of the pile in pro and overall for the second of two free practice sessions. We qualify the next time these cars are on track. 2-0-2-2 in the dry weather was three tenths better than Will Martin for JDX. And the number nine car in second, Jason Hart, had the number 20 MDK motorsports car. Just 0.026 away from Will. And he was 0.070 ahead of Thomas Merrill in the 47 Nola Sport car. With the top six made up by Kelly Moss's Michael McCarthy in the number seven. And Alex Sedgwick, who ventured out in the wet. Uh, and he was, uh, in the dry settings, he was uh, three quarters of a second away from Riley Dickinson. In the Pro-Am category, Marco Cironi was best for ACI Motorsports with a 2.040. Mark Varmey was uh, in the top 15 as an AM driver in the dry conditions with a 2.03699. All right, that is free practice two as through goes Pedersen to complete and take the chequered flag on track. Little bit of rain just spoiling the party for the teams as they were ready to go for their final runs before qualifying. That's what comes up next, and you'll have that here live from Sebring on IMSA Radio. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.